Introducing the Two-Way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the Two-Way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the Two-Way for yourself at newbalance.com. Welcome to Tigers and 20 Off the Boards, a Go Tigers 247 audio podcast hosted by lead writer Christian Fowler, where he brings you the latest interviews with players, top recruits, coaches, and more in both football and basketball across the city of Memphis and around the nation. Here is your host, Christian Fowler. What's up, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Off the Boards. I am your host, Christian Fowler, and joining me is Go Tigers 247 founder Brooks Hansen. And we have some massive breaking news today. Memphis has landed uh, Imani Bates, who was the number two overall player in the 2022 class, recently reclassified to the 2021 class, so he will be on campus ASAP. Brooks, this is a player that we've talked about and national media has talked about for years. Uh, One of the most well-known high school basketball prospects of all time. What's your immediate reaction to Memphis landing Imani Bates? I mean, it's massive. Uh, You know, I dug up a tweet. Uh, from the Go Tigers two four seven account that I that I did in January of two thousand nineteen, back when Imani Bates was being touted as a generational prospect, you know the the best prospect in high school basketball in two thousand nineteen, aka two and a half years ago when he was a freshman in high school, um, and comparing him to Penny Hardaway and, and what he could do at that age, at his size, at his position in terms of ball handling, shooting, his ability to make plays. He's just – you can knock a prospect all you want as he continues his development process. But Imani Bates, there's no denying that every scout, every media member has talked about this kid for three-plus years now as the next big thing. And now he's enrolling – uh, under the coach that I compared him to two and a half years ago. Uh, it's it's a really, really big moment for the University of Memphis and Penny Hardaway. If there's anybody who can maximize the potential of Amani Bates at this level as a similar type of prospect, it's Penny, Penny Hardaway. There's no other coach in college basketball, none, that have the same similarities to Amani Bates as a player. Uh, you know, Penny Hardaway is the perfect coach for him. And so adds to a roster that is already stacked. Uh, Imani Bates can play multiple positions, including the point guard, because he is that good with the ball in his hands. Uh, another big point guard prospect that I compare him to uh, is a player that was in the same uh, time frame with Penny Hardaway, and that's Jalen Rose. And, you know, you can combine those two prospects and he gives Memphis exactly what they need for the 2021-22 basketball season. Yeah, and and you mentioned him being a point guard and everybody's probably like, whoa, whoa, he's listed as a small forward, like he's 6'10". What are you talking about, Brooks? But like you mentioned, he has those ball handling skills. He has the court vision. He has the basketball IQ. And as we know, it's been well documented and well talked about 
Memphis's biggest weak point at this time before this commitment has been the point guard position. That's been the talk of really the offseason is what are they going to do at point guard? It's been a question that Penny's been asked multiple times. And as we say, I don't I don't even want to say it because everybody knows what I'm going to say, but Penny always has a plan and Penny always knows what he's going to do way before we know. Um, so I don't think you could ask for a better addition. And I know Imani Bates had an incredible high school career in Brooks. You tell me what you think about this, but I think he's much better suited for the collegiate and the pro game. Uh, just just the way that his skill set is, being able to have a little bit more spacing, a little bit faster paced game, I think works for him. I know high school, especially here, you know, obviously we don't know how it is everywhere because uh, we're not in every state, but it's a little bit slower here. And that's not how Memphis plays. Memphis plays very fast paced up and down the floor, and I think that's perfect for Imani Bates' skill set. Um, and I think he meshes well with what you already have on the roster as far as length, athleticism, size. He's the exact exact fit that you would want at the point guard position. And Brooks, you know, we, we talked about at the top of the episode him being a generational prospect. And uh, I feel like his stock has went down from a national media perspective because we know whoever gets hyped the most by the national media is who everybody's going to look at. Um, so why do you think that is? Why do you think he's kind of went down a little bit? You haven't heard as much about him as you did when he was a freshman and a sophomore. What do you think the reason for that is? I think people were partially blinded by COVID. Um, you know, you don't see a prospect in person for so long. Um, and you think that somehow, miraculously, on the other side, they're going to come out looking like Kevin Durant today. You know, I think some of these analysts came out on the other side of COVID and actually got out on the road, began evaluating, and they were like, oh, well, Monty Bates doesn't look like KD uh, today. Why? He must, his development must have stalled. He must not be that good uh, like we once thought he was. Um, the other part is, you know, the pro kids, you see this with almost every pro kid. Michael Foster uh, being another good example in the 2021 class. Michael Foster is a pro. Uh, he's so good. And people just don't talk about him. Yeah, um, I think I saw him projected to go number 30 overall in next year's NBA draft. Yeah, I mean, he's really, really good. And people just overlook him because he's not considering the college option. There are so many national media guys that if, if you're not a college guy, uh, they kind of start writing you off when they think you're going pro and for the longest time Amani Bates the the you know front running thought was Amani Bates is going pro um so you see a lot of people start to write him off uh especially when you kind of uh you know reject or diss you know a hall of famer um in the college coaching ranks the way that Amani Bates did so you know it, it is what it is i would say this Regardless, and I, I even texted y'all before I knew that Memphis had a legitimate shot. I said, I, you know, a lot of these dudes, they, they do a great job, but there's no way that anyone can convince me that Amani Bates isn't the best prospect long-term in that class when when 247 Sports bumped Jalen Duran over Amani. And that's not a knock on Jalen at all. Amani is just that good of a prospect. Um, so part of the other, uh, you know, the other part of that equation is that Amani plays on a homegrown 
uh, you know, AAU program for his dad, and they're just not that great. They're they're solid. They're not great though. You, you know, you compare their roster to the 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 roster of a team like Team Final that won it all, and it, there's no comparison. Um, so teams are able to run double teams at Imani, try to force the ball out of his hands, force bad shots. He's not playing within the flow of a you know high level offense with other extremely good players. But um, today is a day for Memphis fans and the University of Memphis basketball coaching staff to celebrate because it's it's a massive moment. Uh, and I and I will stick by that. Penny Hardaway, Jalen Rose comparison. I, I think that those two are a perfect, um, you know, mold to put Amani Bates in. I think that he can be that point guard, small forward combo, like both of those guys were. Um, I think Penny Hardaway was a lot more creative with the ball in his hands, had the ball on a string much more than than Amani Bates does, but that's. That's also not a knock on Imani Bates because Penny Hardaway was, he was special. You know, he was a generational talent with the ability that he had with the ball in his hands at 6'8. Yeah, and, and kind of kind of to that point, when you have what Memphis now has on roster, you don't necessarily, and we've been saying this before Imani Bates even, even came on, when you have the type of talent and length and size that Memphis has, you don't necessarily have to have a traditional point guard. Because everybody can handle the ball. Everybody can bring the ball up the floor. And that's what Penny Hardaway and the staff are trying to do. They're trying to say, we don't need a traditional point guard that's going to get eight, nine assists a game and score two or three points, like your throwback point guard. We're good enough, we're long enough, we're athletic enough that we trust all of our guys to grab a rebound, run the floor, and make the right decision. Um, and that and this speaks to that move even more because it's Penny saying, look, we still don't need a traditional point guard. We just got arguably the best player in high school basketball and we're going to let him play the one because we can um so i i just i love the way that penny hardaway goes about that um we never know what he's going to do but it's always going to be something special yeah you can't hold me down yeah how you like me now you won't beat the hell oh it's like bling blow Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I did not call the play. I came to dominate. 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 I did not call the play. I came to dominate. Dominate. 
dominate. I did not come to play, I came to dominate. Dominate. Like you said, it's just a, it's just another day to celebrate for Memphis because this is absolutely massive. And you mentioned Brooks that you know in the 2022 class, which Amani is not a part of anymore, that you believe that he was the long-term best player. And I want to ask you, I'm gonna put you on the spot here. When it comes to high school basketball, including the 2021 class, is he the best player long-term, potential-wise? Okay, so a lot of people are going to hate on me for this. Uh, and I don't think I've ever said it publicly. I think I've said it in conversation with people. But my personal opinion is that Jaden Hardy is the best pro prospect, regardless of class, in United States high school basketball, including the 2021 class. We know that you know the majority of that class has enrolled in a college, but I personally love Jaden Hardy and what he brings to the court. I think translating to the NBA's game and, and what he brings to the table at that size, he will be an elite level superstar type of player in the NBA five years from now. And do I think that Imani Bates has that type of potential? Yes. Uh, but I think Jaden Hardy is a surefire, elite, you know, all-star level type of kid down the line. Um, that's that's my answer to that question on who I think that player is. But Amani Bates, Jalen Duran, I think both of them. Uh, I think Jalen Duran projects long term just as well as uh, Paulo Benchero, uh, who's enrolling at Duke, and many people argued to to be in contention for that number one spot with Chet Holmgren. Um, so I think long term, both of those guys project. I think uh, Paulo is probably a little bit more skilled than Jalen today, but they're very similar um, types of players. I think long term for me, Jalen Duran, if he can get himself to where he's uh, in the mold of a right-handed Julius Randle type of player in the league, uh, and his impact for the Knicks right now, that that level of impact, that's ideal. For him, so with both of those guys, with Amani going to 2021, with Jalen Duran going to 2021, this whole discussion, I honestly, I'm putting Chet Holmgren at number one in that class. I think he's still staying strong at that position. Uh, I would probably put Amani Bates at number two, Jalen Duran at three, and Paulo Benchero at at four. Jaden Hardy, 247 Sports, has him as the number three prospect without those reclassifications. Uh, and I don't necessarily disagree with that. Uh, I think he's got the highest ceiling in terms of how he projects to the NBA. Um, so I'm, I'm fine with just leaving Jaden Hardy wherever you want. He's going to make an impact. But both of those guys are... You know, they're really, really good at the top of that class, and Imani Bates is right there with Chet Holmgren. Yeah, I think I think needless to say, and people are probably wondering why we're getting off the point, but we'll we'll talk about that in a second. Um it, I think it's easy to say that when you look at, at this class, the top five or six in this class, that there could be multiple multi time all star slash hall of fame players and this twenty twenty one class is special, basically is what I'm trying to say here. Um Oh, I texted someone last night with with this news, and I said, 
this 2021 class, you look back, it could be as good as the tw- uh, 2007 class that everyone says was like, you know, the the new face of the NBA. Um, you know, this class, Patrick Baldwin Jr. was the number one player for the longest time, and now he's going to be on the verge of being pushed outside of the top 10. Right. That's how good this class is. And this was a class that initially was looked at as extremely weak. I don't know if you remember, but two years ago, I'm sure you do, two years ago when Patrick Baldwin was the number one player, everybody was saying the 21, the 21 class was a huge fall off from 2020, that it wasn't a good class, and here we are. And, and like we're saying, this could be one of the, the best classes in recent memory for sure. Yeah, and so for, for Memphis to be able to land a guy that's in contention for the number one spot who's up there in consideration in that 2021 class is you cannot understate how important it is, especially given the amount of hype, attention, uh, buzz that will follow him to the University of Memphis campus. So massive win for Penny Hardaway and the staff. Uh, Tons of buzz now surrounding the University of Memphis basketball program as it heads into Penny Hardaway's fourth season. So, Christian... Anything else? Any last thoughts? Yeah, one last thing. So we are expecting more news in the coming days slash weeks, or maybe it's already happened at this point. So people may be wondering where this fits in the flow of things. Um, we have you, Everybody knows we do our breaking news podcast individually. So once all this news that we're expecting to come happens, uh, then we will do a, a bigger, more contextual look outlook podcast on on the season and what memphis has added so in case people are wondering there's your disclaimer yeah so think about these individual episodes as puzzle pieces and what we'll do is once all the puzzle pieces are laid down on the table and they all fit together nice and pretty we're going to come back together and have a massive reaction podcast uh maybe even take some q a on what this all means Uh, or just even read some of the funniest comments from the message board because you guys are a trip right now. That The message board is on fire, and we love it. So, Christian, uh, anything else? I'm good. All right, I got nothing else. That's a wrap. Thank you for listening to this episode of Tigers in 20 Off the Boards. If you enjoyed this interview, we would love for you to leave a comment and a rating wherever you download your podcasts. If you are interested in daily content all about the University of Memphis athletic program, please hop over to www.gotigers247.com. Articles are uploaded daily, and you can join the Go Tigers 247 family by signing up for the VIP membership for even more behind-the-scenes information. What if I told you imaginary friends are real? This is just so exciting. Now, get ready for the movie event with the greatest cast you've ever imagined. Showtime. Ryan Reynolds, John Krasinski, Kaylee Fleming, Fiona Shaw, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Louis Gossett Jr., Matt Damon, Emily Blunt, George Clooney, Maya Rudolph, Bradley Cooper, Sebastian Maniscalco, John Stewart, Sam Rockwell, Aquafina, Keegan-Michael Key, and Steve Carell. I need to throw up or I need a snack. It's one of the two. Gross. If. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Written and directed by John Krasinski.